All right. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Report. Once again, from Cartersville, Georgia, T-Bird, the other guy, Mo's still out. Hope to see you next week. Uh, got a lot of news going on, OG. Uh, uh, yeah, we got a lot of news, but I'm, I'm going to go to Fred Van Fleet first about what he said after the NBA game the other night about the officials. Uh, and Fred said, I don't care about the fine. Fine me. Because he done had enough. And uh, he's apparently having a squabble with an official named Ben Taylor. What? what? <laughs> ben Taylor? Don't know the guy. And uh, so, you know, Fred just voiced his opinion on it. And he didn't care nothing about the fine. And uh, uh, and a lot of uh, guys around the league, a lot of the pundits, they were happy that he said it. Yeah, I, I think... Obviously, it was in the moment, and and it was one of those you know calls where it it had a major impact in the outcome of the game, and so of course he's heated and he's fired up, and it's in the moment, and you know I mean there's not you know thousands of refs, so you're gonna have the same ones over and over. You're gonna get to know them, and he thinks that Ben here has a particular dislike for him, and he voices opinion. Now, is it right? Well. Maybe, maybe not, but is that the right time and place to make those comments? I guess, I look, everybody's open to receiving feedback, whether it's positive or negative, or, or they should be, mm-hmm. but it, there's a time and a place for it. And and I think there's more issue with the time and the place than than he was dis- in disagreement with, with the call. Well, he did it, you know, he waited to the press conference. Right. And, and, and. He had time to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he he said he don't care. So um, apparently uh, he feels, and this is what I got out of watching the clip, is that this guy, Ben Taylor, every time he calls his games, he gets a lot of petty fouls. He gets a few texts. Uh, matter of fact, he said he called a tech on me tonight. At a crucial point in the game, he knew it was a crucial point in the game, changed the whole trajectory of the game. And he said he just not had enough. Uh, he says, you know, he, he says there's some good officials and there's some bad officials. And apparently he feels that Taylor's one of them. And uh, he said there's good officials that call a good game and good officials, and there's officials that up, up the game. So, you know, uh, just, you know, just thoughts about around the league. You know, I remember back in the day, the Hawks had a official. It seemed like every time he called our game, his last name was Madding. I think it was Dave Madding. He, he, it's like he had it out for us. I remember because he wore a toupee. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, crucial times in the game, the calls always went against the Hawks. And, and it, it was you know, talk then like this guy just got it in for us, man, all the time. So I think that goes on around the league. These guys get personal with them. Yeah. You know, over time you, you, you get to know these players and if you just don't like somebody, you're going to be, whether it's even, even just consciously or, or just, I, you're just going to have that bias over time. I, Hey, I've got people that I like more than other people and I'm going to be harsher on the people that I don't like. It's just, it's natural. It's a human element to this game. That's true. Now, let me ask you this, though. Do you think 
because you take a Trayvon Green, okay? The ultimate butthole. He ain't going to, whatever you call on him, he going to squawk about it. So do you think over time that you build up a, a some kind of non-tolerance against him? I know I'm finna call his foul on him, and I know he going to give me grief. And all of a sudden, your, your aura just builds up to like, I don't give, I don't care if he close or not. I'm calling. You think that happens? I'm sure. I'm sure it does, Dick. Yeah, I, you know, I think there is a, a level of uh, conditioning with that. You know, certain players, they they know that they're going to end up getting some flack, and so they're just used to it. But I think also in you know specifically Dramond Green's uh, uh, in his position, I think he ends up taking a lot of the focus off of everybody else on the team. And so it's easier for them to get away with stuff if he's the one that's taking all of it. Yeah, because I noticed, like, you know, I feel like there's a little bit of that gamesmanship, you know, in in dealing with other teams and dealing with the officials. So he's he's the modern day Dennis Rodman, you know, where where Rodman was, you know, known for his his antics and whatever, and none of the other guys got all all the Dennis got all the fouls, all the questionable stuff, but they got away with with a lot more than than anyone else because. Dennis got all the attention. That's what Draymond's doing. Yeah. But I think also to your point, it goes the opposite way where, you know, LeBron just expects a, to get a call every time he drives to the lane. And when he doesn't, he's like, you know, hey, what the heck? Yeah. I, I think it works the other way as well. Yeah. And in Van Fleet's case, uh, OG, what's your thoughts on just his, 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 or his, the way he feels right now, like why? Why would you think it comes to that point? I think I think if if that tech doesn't get called at that moment, he would have not gone on his soapbox and and said his thing. So I, it was a time. It was just he was hot at the moment. It was obviously a, at a key point in the game. I think that yeah, over time he's had some run-ins and whatever, and these these two just don't really like each other and. This is the result of that. It's kind of both both of them have led to this point. But still, I just it goes back to yeah, they find the the NBA find uh Van Fleet, but it's 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 pennies to them. Like we yeah. need a different 30 way. grand. That's that's nothing when they're multi-million dollar contracts. And it so, comes out before he gets paid. So he <laughs> doesn't even feel it, he doesn't notice uh, it. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, he'll he'll make that money with a silent fart, you know, but to be honest with you, I think it doesn't matter. I think he's speaking for everyone else. He ends up being a proxy for what a lot of people don't like about this particular guy. And I think it's just going to be that much easier for the NBA to take a good look and maybe question some of his fouls and stuff. So Right, but is is that is on the press conference the right time and place? Yeah, I think so. Because, I agree. Because – He's where else is he gonna do it? It's better than doing it on the court. You oh. wait. He he waited, and he was he wasn't out of his mind. He was calm. He was talking calm doing his glitch. So he told them exactly what he thought. He knew he was gonna be fined, and he didn't care. So, it's not the team. It's him. Right. But is the better approach to reach out to the league office? You know, not on the cam, not on camera, and just have a constructive conversation about it i think it then got past that i think that because they do that and i think to him it was past that because okay. he he said he'd been dealing with this for a long time so 
that's just when you say, well, you know what? I done tried this avenue. I done tried sure. that avenue. Now I'm going to take this into my own hands. It's escalated. And now that he said it, there's all kinds of attention. So the NBA has to do something now. But the NBA is going to stick with their roughs too. Right. They're they going to defend their roughs. They're going to come out with some kind of stupid statement that uh, they come out with to, to try to get in between and – but they, you know, you're going to defend your ref. I think they're going to less defend the refs, the refs, and, but defend the institution. Yes. I, that's where I was going with that. I know. I, I can tell by that look in your eyes. We got that. Uh, We got that. Um, well, you knew that's what I was saying, right? <laughs> no, I mean, but they're, that's what they do. They uh, they got yeah. the telekinesis. They got the, you know, they figure all the stuff out with uh, everyone else. And they want to uphold the institution. Yeah. You know, I, that's I agree. what matters. I agree. I, 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 uh, again, uh, I, I was watching different things and a lot of, you know, Kendrick Perkins was really tripping because, you know, big perk, you know, he'd be getting funny with it and he agreed with all of it. He, and it's going to go around the league and it's going to make, like Dex said, it's going to make the league look at everything. But you, I think the other officials got to understand too, Number one, not, I didn't mean to switch gears, but the NBA is a pit, it's a pity patty league. You can't run by somebody without following them. It's 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 ridiculous. And and then when you go call pity pat files, when you already know it's a pity patty league, somebody gonna get tired of. It. Yeah, it's kind of like when flopping first first came in. Yeah, you know, everybody's flopping. Yeah, around. that's like, flopping out. out of it. So. We need to get back to, and if you drive, you're going to pay the you, price. You're going to pay the price. You're going to pay. Somebody going to bust you in your Let, nose. Let's toughen these these players up a little That's bit. That's exactly right. In, in the Hawks game the other night, we had the same situation with all them pity patty fouls, and you trying to find the foul. And, and the game is played on the free throw line, which is not – it's just – it's a different game, yeah. and, and it pushes things outside because nobody wants to – it's a whole other topic. Huh? Yeah, it slows everything down. As soon as there isn't movement, it slows it down. And that sport completely depends on movement. Yeah, and, and let me tell you what you hear. This is this I run and we talking about this. Yeah. I was watching the house game the other night. This is what you hear. Okay, they dribble about. You remember I love the guy when he said he dribbles. <laughs> He dribbles. He dribbles to the left. He dribbles to the right. And you, you know what I'm talking about? The big. <laughs> he dribbles again. He dribbles again. But all you hear in a basketball game is this. You know what I'm saying? They run a little bit and the fucking whistle blows. They run a little bit and the fucking whistle blows. You sound like a Roddy. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, excuse my language, <laughs> folks, but good God almighty. I was watching, that's all I heard was the whistle blowing all night long. Uh, and it's ridiculous. That's why they have 12 players, you know, 12 active players, because you need all those players for fouls. I, you do. It's, it's, it's pathetic. And they, uh, and I know we're getting off top of a little bit, but Okongu, he come in, he's a, a foul waiting to happen. All he got to do is move. They'll call a moving screen on him. That's a, I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I, he looking around, man, what you talking about? I feel like you're trying to tell me that you think soccer's better. You, you know what? I think soccer's better in this respect. At least they keep moving. You know? At least they keep moving. Hey. You know who 
who started this whole movement is Hackershack. Who? Hackershack. You remember yes, Shack? Yeah, oh, that whole, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. When they filed him, they sent him to the line. Yes. Yeah. That's what started all of this. And and look look what he did. He he started the whole, you know, wussification. I see, I see where you're going with that, man. I well, see where you're going with You know, with that. hey, anyway, I, you know, that one cut I'm sick of deep. That I, cut deep. Yeah, that, yeah, you, it you cut deep. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, if you got any opinions and you listening live, hey, uh, call in, dial in uh, on Podbean, and let us know what you think about what we're talking about, all right? Uh, we'll be back in a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about um, uh, NFL trade. We're going to talk a little bit about baseball. We got a lot of topics to talk about, so y'all stay tuned. Hey, this is Mo Better from the Couch Potatoes Sports Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We can even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Welcome back to the Couch Potato Sports Report. T-Bird, OG, and Dex sitting in uh, for Mo. Uh, again, guys, like we when we left while ago, we were talking about the NBA. And uh going to talk about another guy in the NBA, Mr. Anthony Davis, OG. Uh, you know, the question is, like, have people changed their mind about Anthony Davis with his recent play? Uh, I got my answer now. I'm curious to find out what your answer is. So we talked about him a week or two ago, and we were unimpressed, I guess we could, we could say. Yeah. Unimpressed. He hadn't done much. Well, I think he's, I think he's made the call, and he's playing, he's playing some good basketball, being that leader of sorts while, you know, the leader is out. Right. And I think he's surprisingly played very well. I mean, the Lakers put some good games together. They didn't win them all, but they they had a concerted effort. Mm-hmm. And I think he did a good job finally being that that number two, you know, kind of leader that they that they so desperately needed. Well, they were calling him one of the top five best players in the league, which I I beg to disagree. Uh, he I think he could have been really good. Whether he's had all these injuries or not, whether he's faking them, I don't know. But 
this is a time where he can try to redeem himself in a lot of people's eyes because all he's been is just a pawn for the Lakers. I mean, they won the championship in the bubble. A lot of people don't even count that, but they did win it in the bubble. And if you playing like that, now why you ain't been playing that way all along? Why you ain't been playing that way with LeBron? You know, to give, you know, y'all – Y'all, y'all playing for your lives now, and and now you want to decide to play. I I, I don't know. I, I'm not sold on Anthony Davis. I ain't never been a fan, especially by the way he did the Pelicans. And uh, so I, I I don't know. The questions are still out on that deck. You know, honestly, I think um I think it it really depends what players and situations. Um. It, he's going into the Lakers knowing that he's he's not going to be dependent on too much, and then maybe he's gotten a little complacent. Maybe I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but I think he he got a little complacent with his play, and you know dealing with LeBron because every everything comes in and out of him. So uh, you're right, and and OG, you got to understand. I'm sure there's some jealousy there because he's not as revered as as LeBron, and he knows it. He knows it. Yeah. And he was supposed to be one of the, you know, one of the, like I say, top five players. And people don't even look at him like that. Right. And and he, it's been, you know, in, in New Orleans, it was his team it, for the most. And, and he had to take a back seat to LeBron because anybody that joins LeBron, it's LeBron's team. And so, yeah, there was some adjustment there. But I think he showed the potential that we've all been waiting to see on the Lakers. But look at what he did. He devised a plan to get out of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. He devised a plan because he was sitting out and wasn't even hurt. And I, I stopped liking him then. Why you do that to a franchise that, that drafted you number one for you to be the franchise player and then you diss them like that because they're not winning? Why you think they drafted you? Right. Why, why do you think they drafted you? And then you're going to just look, I, I'm sick of y'all. I want to go to the big, big city, big. I, I hate it when players do that. Yeah. He wants to like, there's a reason why that, that pick you're the number one overall pick. Right. Because the team stinks and, right. and you get number one money with that too. That's so, right. And then you get up here in LA and you can't handle it because we got King James up in. He get all the accolades and you don't, you sit over there and pout like big bird. You know what? I, I'm going to kind of play a little devil's advocate here with uh, Anthony Davis. I think his eyebrows get in the way of his shots. <laughs> I true. agree. Very true. You know, that's just, you know, if we just got a little, uh, you know, I, I, I got a person on uh, Santa Monica Beach. If you want Anthony, give me a call. I'll hook you up, dude. You need I will to pay to- for your eyebrows to get done, okay? One of those threading uh those threads you see in the mall every so uh, oh, I was thinking landscaper. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. Okay. okay. Well, you know, I, I, you know, again, OG, I just, uh, I, I don't feel sorry for guys that, that, that had in New Orleans, it could have been his city. Yep. And, and, and uh, you know, you're 22 years old. I want to win a championship tomorrow. Oh, okay. I ain't nothing wrong with that, but do it. With the team that drafted you. And then we can talk about a lot of other players like that around the league, too. Yeah, I I, I kind of feel bad for Norris because because Zion's kind of doing the same thing. doing the same thing. So, I, yeah, I don't. Look, they paid Zion $250 million, and he ain't played 70 games, I mean, in a season. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. 
So, okay, let me going back to to Empty Davis. He scored 30 points like three games, you know, 30 plus points like three, three, four games in a row. And and the Lakers obviously used him to channel kind of, you know, the, everything flowed through AD. Now they got to revert back when when King James comes back. Is that going to throw off the mojo? And, you know, they had a couple, they strung a couple wins together here. They're ninth place right now in the West. They're still, you know, outside. They've got a long shot at, at getting to the actual play. Is there anything worth considering? Hey, this format worked in a, you know, for a few games. Why don't we stick with that strategy? I think uh, that's going to be Darvin Ham's uh, uh, decision to make. And of course, you know, when LeBron comes back, you know, you got to get the king in. But I think that uh, I think you got to ask more out of Anthony Davis because. Uh, he can do it. He yeah, keep giving me what you're giving me because, you know, Bron, he got to come back and get reacclimated again. Uh, you got to be that other – you got to be that hard too that you're supposed to be. Not that weak too, but the hard too. And I think that's been the problem. LeBron ain't had no help. You know, if, 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 you, know, if you want to call it what it is – and I think LeBron's uh, uh, disappointed in that, too. Uh, he ain't going to say it, but I think he is because I think that's where the strain came in, you know, when Anthony didn't stand up at his thing. And where's where was Dennis Schroeder when, when, when playing out of his mind here? He was he was a hawk not that many years yeah, ago. Where yeah. was that? Where was all this? Well, actually, he I think he played well for the Hawks for a while until they start burning each other's bridges. Then Dennis didn't care no more. Yeah. He wanted to get out. And uh, but the thing with LeBron is he don't have that whole team, you know, like he's had in the past. He's older. He can't he can't carry him like he used to. And then when you go to Anthony Davis, you look over there at Anthony. He ain't giving you nothing that pisses you off. You know, I, I, I blame a lot of people in this in this situation. Um, I blame the coach for having to centralize everything around. LeBron, and then now all of a sudden you had no game plan to put these guys together. And like, come on, you're professionals. Play like professionals. With Make the, it, you know, put in a little effort. You know what I'm saying? I it's, think I let's let's. I heard Darvin um, do an interview the other day. Uh, now he basically said that he uh, he, he said that, and uh, a lot of the LA fans, you know, they impatient. They they hated him for saying that because they think. He's supposed to come in there automatically. You got LeBron, you got Anthony Davis. We the Lakers. We supposed to be the Lakers. And he was trying to tell them how we gotta, uh, what we gotta do to get to where we want to be. You yeah. know. And look at the talent that they have. They have a lot of, for, you know, number one role. They yeah. guys that are having to adjust, not being the guy on the team. They've got to learn to play. And I think, essentially, what what he's saying is. Guys have to know their role so that we can That's be exactly that right. team. That's it. And you got to know your role. And back to, and back to your uh, question, uh, since uh, I don't know what happened there, but. <laughs> Dex hitting buttons. Over there. <laughs> um, to, to your question, those guys, they know I'm going to LeBron James team. So I know I'm second tier. Yeah. I, you know, now. In your mind, you may not think you are, but on his team, that's his team. You already know it's his team. But here's the thing, man. They went from being the L.A. Lakers to the L.A. Fakers <laughs> as soon as he left. Or as soon as, you know, he yeah. went out. 
But I mean, on a long enough timeline, he's not going to be with the team. You know, what is he like? 38, 39 years old? 838. 38. Like, mm. come on, we're counting down. Let, let's man. call it what? Two years, maybe? Maybe. He'll play with Bronny some kind of I mean, against him or something. He'll try, but I mean, he he's no Vince Carter. Let's put it that way. And they're going to have to, they're going to have to draft some players. You know, the Lakers are going to have to, you know, you got to draft some players and, Try to try to build it. Sooner or later, they're gonna have to go in a different direction. Yeah, they tried to buy a championship with all the talent. Yeah, it, it didn't work. Didn't work. And so now they've got to kind of rebuild and, and get younger across the board. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, hey, I ain't no big Laker fan, but and I ain't no Anthony Davis fan, but hey, you got to make you got to make decisions. You could be a Hawk fan. I guess I got to <laughs> return that Anthony Davis. Uh, jersey i got to you then huh i got you a jersey for nah Christmas. hey just keep it all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we'll be back in a minute hey this is mo better with the couch potato sports report i'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group. And you can reach me at 678-777-7718. All right, coming back in on the Cash Potato Sports Report. All right. Hey, before we get started, OG, I want to shout out to Light Bright and all her uh, cohorts coming in, joining the show tonight. Appreciate it, guys. Keep listening. Keep talking. And, uh, you know, tell us what's on your mind. And Light Bright, you know you're a regular, so we ain't known you but a couple of weeks, but feel like we've been knowing you forever. So, anyway, thanks a lot, guys, for tuning in. Um, OG, uh, you know, we, we, we got the new baseball rules. We talked a little bit about it last week. And, uh, you know, we, we, we got the new bases. I think uh, they went from 15 inches to 18 inches and you know the question is has it increased base stealing you know i know the games the games have been faster now i'm gonna give you that i'm gonna give you that but has it increased base stealing so the basis alone no but it is part of kind of this big this bigger thing so if you if you think about the larger bases and the the pickoff rules, you know, the new rules with the pickoffs, but more importantly, the pitch timer. I think those three things in combination 
you know, we're, we're in spring training. So it's a lot of testing, a lot of just, you know, theory crafting and just trying stuff out. But I think once we get into the regular season, there's some managers are going to just see how things play out with the rules. But I think come June or July, it's going to be a track meet out there. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, just the amount of, so all of last year, spring training, all, all the games combined, there were about 300 stolen bases this year. So far we're at like 307 in a hundred less spring training games. So There's 307 in, in, in uh, spring training. Yeah. Good so, uh, and that's, and so I say all that to say the, the average number of stolen base attempts in the, in the, yeah, this most recent decade has been like one point, uh, one and a one and a quarter stolen base attempts per game, so almost little to no stealing. Mm-hmm. Just in spring training alone, it's quadrupled, and so I just I think this may be almost too much, and we're going to have to reel it back in uh, some way somehow. But man, there's going to be runners second and third runners. Second, is, that's the norm. That's yeah. going to be the new norm. Yeah, that's a good point. I completely disagree with you. I think this is going to be great. <laughs> I didn't say I, I didn't like it. Uh, oh, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it for the both of us. I'm going to, I'm actually going to start watching more baseball simply because that's the whole goal. That's the goal. Well then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sign, sign this brother up. I don't know if I'm buying like season tickets or anything, but I will buy season tickets with your credit card. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. OG's credit card. Yeah. But you know, the, the games is, it's apparent that the games have shortened, uh, this averaging, in the two thirties, um, you know, you, you know, let's go back to me. Uh, you know me, I can three hours. Don't bother me at a baseball game. And, uh, but for the, for the millennials and all the people that get the easily distracted, I guess it's working out so far. Yeah. You, the, what the, what baseball wanted and needed to do, they're doing it because now Dex is watching and, and how many other Dexes are out there that are, more interested now because of the excitement of the stolen base and the, the, you know, the run scored. That's the exciting stuff. It's, 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 it's very incredibly fascinating to watch the old pitchers duel for folks like yourself, but it's boring for majority of, of fans. Well, don't there. get me wrong. Now I like offense too. I like to hit the ball, hit and run all that too, but uh, it's like, okay, you don't threw over to the bag twice. Okay, so you know, I I know as a base runner, you can't throw back over here. Yeah, you Hell, have I to get, get him. I can get halfway down the line or or in between first and second base. Who is he gonna throw it to? What do what does the pitcher do? Does he does he go to the does he have to go to the plate right there? The runner could literally take a stroll. Yes, I mean, I don't think we got to that point yet, OG. Do the pitcher got to go to the plate? Right there. I thought, and, and again, this is why managers are going to want to test and see how this plays out. But I thought you better get him the third time, or else you get kind of penalized. Yeah. And so, I I think we're we're we need to wait and see how that how that ends. Yeah. Up. yeah. Hey, uh, I'm going to quote one of our chatters here, Ace. He says, "Bring me back the Aussie Smith uh, or the Aussie." I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the Aussie, Aussie Smith, Smith. Uh, era. So. I think it'll be exciting, man. It'll be good. Yeah, I mean, we love – I love stolen bases. But, again, then when Ozzie was stealing bases, 
there was no rules. You know, you could throw over as much as you want. Yeah. Uh, it was it was hard. And the stare this down. Is, yeah, this is gonna be easier. You can't stare down the the batter because the pitch timer, and then you can't that's you right. can't yeah. pick them off because you only get two tries. That's know. right. So a lot of the it's it's eliminated eliminated a lot of the cat and mouse game. You know I, that that you would have. I'm wondering how much beer is going to be sold now. It's probably going to be a lot <laughs> because I, you better not you better not gulp it because you might miss something as yeah. fast as the game is going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely going to change a lot of things. Um, we had another one say that pitchers can throw over a third time, but they they got to pick them off. They better get the runner. Yeah, if they don't get the run on that third pick, uh-huh. it's a balk. Yeah, so shout out to Mama OG for that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, I just, I, it, it's gonna take a lot, it, you know. Like again, OG, you, you, you love it. You, it's moving, but for me, uh, I'm. It's gonna take a little bit for me to get used to, especially when I know the game can be over in two hours and thirty minutes. I, I, I mean, I'm like, I'm just getting started. Right, right. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's. I, I think the, the pendulum is swinging very much into very often. There's not going to be a dominant pitcher, but, you know, pitchers aren't going to dominate like, like they have in, in, you know, recent years. There's just, it, the rules are different. They don't support that. I, I agree because a pitcher, if you know, if you get into a pitcher's mind, he needs that extra second, extra two or three seconds to, to try to mess with you. You know, I mean, like when he holding it in the stretch. Okay, you getting tired. You holding your back. Okay, you gonna step out. Okay, you can't step out, but a couple of times now, right? Right. Okay. Then you got the the twenty second clock. The pitcher. Got, I mean, you got all these clocks going on. It's gonna be. It's probably gonna be a, a a race. And and you know, if 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 there's a runner on second, you you're you've obviously got um the sign from the catcher, and so you know. The whole back and forth and you know they're doing all their you know uh, sign language with uh, their fingers but that takes time and then you've got to almost rush to get the pitch off on time and so I, I, it's gonna knock you out of your rhythm right exactly right uh we got a correction from the researcher supreme yeah she says it's a strike not a bulk one strike i'll do that all day. It's, it's worth it okay yeah yeah i mean you sure that's according to our research because God. Because why wouldn't it be a balk? Because you, if if you got a well, that's that's. Let's see. Let's so get, the pitch timer is a balk. We okay. know that, but uh, uh, I, I was thinking that it would be a balk, but she may be right. I'm not. I'm not disclaiming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hey. Thank you for that research. Yeah, I think uh, you know th- with this level of involvement, it, you're st- you're gonna start getting more highlights. You know, you you get those highlights. The media is going to show it more and more. You can start building an audience from there. It's going to open it up for uh, my son, Juicebox Jack. Yeah, he loves to steal, and he's always the fastest kid out there. So shout out Juice. Yeah. Um. He uh he actually had a double the other night. Uh, when he played, they didn't end up winning, but he had a double all because of his speed. So yeah. And don't don't be surprised if you don't see a lot more uh people still at home too. When you got to run at first base, they do a double steal because the Braves didn't did it already in spring training one time. Okay. When that guy, if he gets that heck of a jump and he's halfway down, that catcher's got to decide, am I going to go all the way through or or am I going to check the run at third? You know, and sooner or later, 
somebody coming home. I guarantee you. And Braves did it one time already. Yeah, that's a good that's a good thought. Man, yeah, with the hot takes, dude. Look yeah, at you. I mean it's 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 gonna be it. it hey, we we in for a ride, y'all. It'll make the game more exciting, which is the which is the goal of it all. So it it's working. Whatever they do, it's working. But are the two of you guys excited enough to buy me season tickets? That's the ultimate question. I now, like the decks, that's that's the question now. Are we excited enough to buy him season tickets? And we ain't even bought us season two. <laughs> We're not talking about you. <laughs> Guys, we are going to go to another break real quick. Stay tuned. We are going to talk about Lamar Jackson. Is he going to go? Is he going to stay? We don't know. We are going to find out, though. Stay tuned. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678 777 7718. Hey, it's OG from the Couch Potato Sports Report. You know, the smart one. Listen live every Friday at 6 p.m. on Podbean as I drop some knowledge on T Bird to tell him like it is, and then he tries to tell me why I'm wrong. About Notre Dame being hypocrites, the Braves repeating, or soccer being better than basketball. Chat with us live on Fridays or catch it later on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, guys, we back on the Cash Potato Sports Report. Uh, T-Bird, OG, and Dexter's chiming in. And uh, we just want to remind you to catch us every week on Spotify, Podbean, uh, The Couch Spot, Twitter, uh, Chico. What's the other one, Dexter? <laughs> uh, Twitch. <laughs> yeah. We're actually – so, see, here's the game plan, y'all. We are – Thinking about going live pretty soon. Um, we're going to put in a video element to the show. So it's either going to be Twitch, uh, YouTube, perhaps Twitter, maybe all three. We're working out the kinks before, but we're closer than we were yesterday. So Yeah, y'all so, can yeah. see how handsome we are. <laughs> Come on. So, you know, we sign autographs. We do all that <laughs> stuff. So y'all just tune in. Every Friday, 6 o'clock, Spotify, Podbean. All right, guys, um, you know, the Lamar Jackson question is the question of the week. I, you know, I called him LeVar earlier, and I'm, I messed <laughs> it up. I'm just going to go ahead and correction. make an apology. All right, uh, correction, Lamar Jackson. OG, uh, the Ravens, they tagged him. They put that, uh, I forget which tag. The, the is non-exclusive. Okay, the non-exclusive, $32 million tag. 
Fifteen million dollar difference now. Okay, but but see, in they when they do that, they're protecting themselves as well. Okay, so and Lamar wants fifty million dollars, and 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 you know it was rumored that Lamar may be coming to Atlanta. The fit was was perfect for what everybody was saying. You know, we we got too many holes. I, I I don't know how they would work that money out, but we got we got too many holes. We got a lot of money, and we need to spend it on what we need to fix. But what what, is, what situation do you think this puts Lamar in as far as he's concerned? So I think I think uh, the fact that there's been minimal interest says a lot, and he wants a, he wants a big contract, and he wants guaranteed money but you know what it's not worth you and i both agree that we do not necessarily want him in atlanta right i don't want him there you gotta play to be to justify that guaranteed money and there was some some chirping in the locker room about him losing kind of the locker room because he could have played but chose not to right right and and again he's out of his element he is a football player he's a quarterback He's not an agent, but he's representing himself. And I, I just I mean, let the experts do that part. You focus on what you do best. Well, I think, well, let's talk about it. He wants a guaranteed contract. He don't want no agent. So that tell you that he want all the money. So, um, and I think he's upset because um, Deshaun, what's his name, got that money at Cleveland. I mean, I, I don't know exactly where he's gone, but I do believe that there's still teams interested. I just believe that they're not saying anything. You understand? Because teams are desperate. They're desperate. And I would not be surprised if the Falcons, they put out a statement saying that they're not interested. But over here, they still trying to be interested. You understand? Underneath the table. And that's the way the NFL works. So, you know, don't be surprised if some we get some news next week on something. You know, we got free agency coming up. Yeah. So I, I would think that we start to see some movement. I hope that the that the Falcons do not engage because, like to your point, yeah. we have we have to spend that money across multiple positions. We right. don't we need more than just a quarterback. We do. We can't afford you know, we just can't we can't take that hit. We wouldn't have any money left over. I agree. And and I and I agree with you there. We 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 need to put that money to good use in other spots. And just putting myself in in that in that meeting room. If I'm if I'm one of the Ravens, you know, GMs or you know, somebody in that conversation, I can poke holes all day long in in Lamar's resume. Yeah, he was an NFL MVP 4 years ago. Yeah. What what and that's an individual award, mind you. What has he done for the team? He has not done well in the playoffs. Good, good point. So from that approach, like he's not worth it. He hasn't gotten us to the playoffs and won ever. That's true. I mean, that's a very good point. But a lot of teams around the league feel that he's the premier quarterback for the NFL today. In today's NFL, that's, that's what they – that's what they're going on. I think, in my mind, he's maybe top ten at on a good day. Okay, I think, I think he's, you know, 
11 through through 19 or 20. Oh. Somewhere in there. Oh, big statement. Shots fired. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, Pepsi challenge. Would you take him over Desmond Ritter? <laughs> no. No. Oh! <laughs> because, and, and that one's more financially driven. Okay. Could you smell that before you say it? Because that smelled like absolute bullshit to me. It's financial. We we just talked about this ten seconds ago. We don't have Atlanta does not have the money. They they should not spend all of their money on one one person. I, you know I can agree with that, but I can't agree if you if if the point of contention is getting the ball from point A to point B. Who do you think does it better? It's well between those two. I mean. Lamar has the man shows Pepsi. The more Lamar <laughs> shows Pepsi has more. He's just got more experience. I mean, bro, R- Ritter's played six games, bro. Well, well look, contrary Spolsky. to that, the league and the pundits within the league say that if Atlanta were to sign Lamar Jackson, that he will win four of those games uh, himself. So you could count four of the games that he will win. Okay. So it, does that, oh, Jesus, does that outweigh the money difference? No, because let's look at Baltimore. He, he, they were okay. They were an average team when he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So if he was, you know, if, if, his, if his plus or minus was four games, they didn't do that bad with the backup, mm-hmm. uh, Huntley. Yeah. So where are those four games in, in Baltimore? Yeah. Or three games or two games? Like what... And the whole thing in the NFL, we want to win today. We need a winning quarter. Lamar hasn't won where it matters the most. Mm-hmm. I don't want him. I don't want him. I got you. You know, um, but he did go to the playoffs. And when was the last time Atlanta went to the playoffs? I mean, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just putting that out there. I'm a Steelers fan, to be honest. So I'm kind of biased against the Ravens. So I, I'd be glad if he left. <laughs> I'll be I'll be real glad if he left. Well, yeah, this the, is me. The truth of the matter is for us in Atlanta is that we just went through Cap Hill with Matt Ryan. And you see what happens when you're in Cap Hill. That means that you can't sign quality players to impact your team. And we've what last three years, we've had the well, Matt's been gone two years, right? So the last two years, well, at three, actually, because we couldn't really sign nobody when he was there. And we we can't sign impact players. We can't sign an impact pass rush. Uh, pass rush. We can't sign an impact linebacker. Can't sign an impact cornerback. The, the trenches. We can't sign impact defensive and offensive linemen. Allow me to retort. He, when Matt Ryan was here, he wasn't winning. So it was wasted money regardless. But it was guaranteed. It was a guaranteed waste is what we found out. Well, at that time, you had to sign him. At, at, at When he, coming off that MVP season, the Super Bowl, Matt was still a good quarterback then. You, I mean, uh-huh. it, was the, it was the money in the NFL that made us sign him. We, we yeah. talked about this nine years ago, and I just went, I went off because – he signed a max and you know as yeah. at the time it was the max deal yeah. and, but again, we couldn't afford a supporting cast he spent the next 3 years on his butt look at all of the quarterbacks Aaron Rodgers perfect example signed a mega deal yeah. and green bay was ter- was not a good team this year because they couldn't afford a supporting cast he had they had to trade away their best wide receiver 
to keep to afford him. Yeah, but why do you sign these quarterbacks? Because every team needs that quarterback. They need that dude. You got, and if you feel that that's that dude, you got to sign him. Jalen Hurts on his still on his on his rookie contract. He did he did pretty well this year. Yes, because he happened quicker than most guys. See, he happened quicker. You know, before he happened, they was ruling out Jalen Hurts. They were saying he couldn't do this, he couldn't do that. And but Jalen took it upon himself to do those things, and now he's prime quarterback in the NFL. So everybody don't get that opportunity. Desmond Ritter, what if he turns out to be prime? What what if he turns out to be a Jalen Hurts this second year? Then we're gonna say, man, we was looking all over for a quarterback, and we got this guy. He just threw for five thousand yards, thirty-five. TDs and all that. Now we saying we got our dude. Then what we're gonna do? We're gonna think about trying to sign him to a long term deal. Like, yeah, exactly, I- exactly right. But I, I just for for quarterbacks, their their second any any NFL player, their second contract is usually the biggest one. That's where you make your money it, because your first one is your rookie deal. It's, it's it's little, but it's the third contract for especially for some of these quarterbacks. Yes, where they. Still demand top tier money and, and even more, but they they don't earn it in my mind. Well, because you get in the NFL, you've got to have that dude at quarterback. Correct. That's what everybody's searching for. And and so I think what just goes to show the 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 legendary quarterbacks, and let's look at Peyton, mm-hmm. Drew Brees, Tom Brady took less money, restructured there to get less so they could have the supporting cast. I think I just commend them for that what's the difference between 20 million and you know 30 million i, I get that i get it, that. it's just that's a that's an undervalued piece of of their, their championships that. and if i was that guy i'd be taking less money to be, have a great team yeah i'm gonna have to actually i cannot believe i'm saying this i'm gonna have to actually agree with og on that one. Oh yeah but you know in those guys cases they made a lot of money off of sponsorship and winning well the, winning, winning winning definitely helps but the sponsorship is what supplements their income. So and they, they got a lot that. of deferred money. You know, that's yeah, what he's saying. Deferred money also, they yeah. they getting that deferred money. So to me, it's a it's an easy win-win situation. You know you're gonna get your money anyway. And to go back to him saying, What's the difference in 20 million and 30 million? Yeah, you know you're gonna get the 30 million when you get through playing. Yeah, uh, who's the was it Bobby Bonilla that's still getting paid it's still 30 getting paid. years later? It, like that's the smartest guy ever. Yeah, from the Baltimore Orioles as well. Yeah. Oh, he wow. gets a million dollars from the Baltimore Orioles as well. You know, um, I, I his agent is living it up. Brilliant. <laughs> you know, you guys, you guys talk about you know, there's no difference between twenty million and thirty million. I say, you guys give me both, and then I'll, I'll, I'll be unbiased and tell you if there is a difference or not. So, if there's anybody out there with an extra twenty million, thirty million sitting around. I'd like to do a little experiment. Go ahead and give it to me, and I'll, I'll figure out if there's a difference. So. Yeah, what, what's the break even on that? You know, what, which what number really matters? Oh yeah, yeah. All right, we'll, see. Uh, well, look, Stanwood football had a trade today. The Bears traded the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Bears trade number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. For pick number nine, pick number 61, first-round pick in 24, second-round pick in 25, and wide receiver DJ Moore. 
I think they both won. Yeah, Carolina needs a quarterback. That, uh, that period. That's been no period. And they want to get their guy and not can risk, you know, their their guy falling to number nine. That's a long way to go, especially when a lot of teams needing quarterbacks. No doubt. That's a smart. Uh, they needed to do it. They did it. I kind of feel like they almost got a got a bargain for the number one overall pick right now. I mean, we got some quarterbacks in the draft, and you figure. Uh, you figure the Panthers are gonna go after CJ Stroud. Uh, but you know, it's 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 a couple of nice quarterbacks in there, you know. Bryce Young from Bryce Alabama. Young, yep. Uh the, the guy from Kentucky. Kentucky. He's he's he, he got a shotgun arm. Now can he can he move around? We'll see. He I think he elevated his draft stock in the combine. In the combine. Yes, it's, he did. Yes, he did. You got uh the Richardson boy out of Florida. Yeah. Had a heck of a com uh com combine, but Will that translate on the field? I think that's the question with him. I I watched some games of them when when they play Florida State, and mm-hmm. I, he's definitely talented. But is he next level talented? Ah, I yeah, don't know. That, that's the question. That's the question with him because a lot of people calling him a good fit for the Falcons. You know, every you know, you know, everybody got their picks, but you know, hey, uh, but that does keep Justin Fields in Chicago. And, and he's getting a weapon in DJ Moore. And getting a weapon in DJ Moore. He sure is. So I would have loved to have him in Atlanta. But, hey, you know. Yeah, I, I just – I think it was good for the for the Bears because they need a couple of spots too. Now they've got a plethora of draft picks they can really use on that. Oh, oh, yeah. Thanks so. Yeah. All right, guys, when we come back to close it out, <laughs> we're going to talk about a good friend, Tiger Woods. Tiger got a few things going on. Back in a minute. Hey, this is Mo Better from the Couch Potato Sports Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the Levette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. All right, welcome back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. T-Bird and OG and Dex, we uh, getting ready to close it out with a few things. Tiger Woods in the news, guys, and uh, definitely Tiger. The only news he need is 
a good showing on the golf course. He don't need other news, but got a thing going on with his former girlfriend, and uh, I think she wanted to sue him, uh, wanted to get out of a NDA that she signed. And uh, you got any news on that, OG? I just uh, the fact that his girlfriend had to sign an NDA is is pretty telling that hey, there's there's still some some things going on, some issues. It's just having a it's like planning for the for failure. And so I, I just I agree. There's obviously something there and she wants to be able to talk about it or sell a book about it or, you know, do the talk show round, whatever. But man, t- Tiger's just he can't stay out of out of the news like that. I don't seem like it. I mean, what do you think a prenup is? It's all planning for failure. Yeah. I mean, it's just that sure. now he's got a $30 million problem, according to her. Well, the thing that they, this is what I heard on the news is that apparently, this is my part, apparently Tiger was done with her. So he had his people tell her, pack your bags, we're going on a trip. Okay, so she packed the bags, you know, Tiger, you know, they go, they go to the airport, they drop her off, and they say, you can't come back to the mansion. And she looking at them like, what? I can't do which? So apparently, she didn't know Tiger was through with her, I guess. And now, of course, she, wanna, she was moving in. She was getting mail there, right, Dick? I, I don't know if she was getting mail or not, but if she was. It, they say she, cases- she had been living in the mansion. Okay. So if she was living in the mansion. She like, you can't tell me to get out of part of my house. I've been living out for at least a year, you know. So now she wants to she wants to sue him for whatever, because, you know, I'm sure that Tiger had the goodies and he didn't want no more goodies and he wanted her to go. And now she's saying, I want my money for being there and 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 letting you have some of the goodies and. And living in the house and helping take care of the two kids and all that stuff. Yeah, I think she's just she wants to sell the story, get her 15 minutes of fame and and make some money because she doesn't have the, you know, tiger money anymore. He's right. not buying everything anymore. So I, I don't know. I just that's a strange situation to me. But poor Tiger, man. Let's 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 have some golf yeah, news. Your back hurt, your knee hurt, your yeah. leg hurt, and just stop it. Are you still Pro Tiger, or have you come to the realization that he will never win again? Uh-oh. I'm gonna believe that Tiger can at least win one more before he's completely done. I, I'm I'm just a Tiger guy. I think I think with his intestinal fortitude, with his mindset, I I still think he got at least one in him. If he, were, I don't know which it'll be. In the right situation, he's wearing that sun that red yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. I, he's always gonna have a chance. Hat. Yeah. He, and that's what he believes every time he plays it. He feels like he's got a chance to win. I think he's got more issues than a comic book store. Yes. He got a lot of issues now. I ain't gonna, it ain't no doubt about that. And I don't know, I don't know what she's going to get out of that. I figure he'll settle with her. So the first girlfriend Tiger had after, you know, the fiasco was Lindsey Vaughn. They never had a, you know, NDA and all that. You never heard about that. I mean, we didn't hear right. about it. It could have happened, for all we know. Well, we Lindsay know. was rich too, though. But, but yeah, they they did break up. Amicably, obviously, Amicably, Tiger, yeah. Tiger kind of pulled a fast one on on this woman. But right. I, I just I don't know. To me, just the NDA thing, I, I just that's that doesn't sit well with me. And she she was Tiger's uh, manager at his restaurant. I mean, I mean, 
you know, we discussed this before yeah, the show. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean <laughs> he's he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Why would you open a restaurant, dude? Yeah, it's like you're buying liability. Yeah, like, come on, man. Yeah. And why would you date your manager at the restaurant? I mean, if you ain't got to move her in, just yeah. let her come over a, a night or two and send her home. Yeah, man. He used to have a 10. Now he's messing around with like five twos. I mean, so. you know, I, I, I don't know, Tiger. I mean, I guess he likes the slutty side. I don't know. Yeah, once you try champagne, you can't go back to Kool-Aid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, OG, Georgia Tech. Oh man! <laughs> Number one, me I wasn't gonna cry today, dude. <laughs> you promised me I wasn't gonna cry. Uh, Josh Pashner gets the can today. We figured that was gonna happen. He got fired today. Uh, seven years. He made the tournament one time. Had a lot of allegations. We got the uh, we got March Madness coming up. We ain't in it. Uh, you got some news on all that stuff? Yeah. So another. You know, small small team, local team, the Kennesaw State Owls, right? Making the tournament Kennesaw for the State. first time ever. Uh, kudos to them. But right. um, yeah, I just it's exciting to see just the raw excitement. You know, are they going to win it? No, no. But it's it's just being there in the moment is what it's all about. Especially when they were one and sixteen or one and twenty eight last year, uh, and Ab- Abdul Rahim, whatever's brother, is the coach. You know the one who used to play for the Hawks? Yeah. Oh, Abdul his, Rahim. That's his, his brother, Chris. His brother. He coaches uh Kennesaw State. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something. Mm-hmm. And neither one of you guys are gonna believe me, but he and I both dated the same girl. Oh my god. I swear to God, this At is at the all same true. time. Nope. I dated her right after he dated right right after um those two split up. Well, I could have told you. This was back in uh I swear to God, this is back in Colorado. His- I, I assume she was a very attractive lady, right? Gosh, she's top-notch butterscotch. What that? What did you say to her? Man, <laughs> I got jokes, baby. That's what I got. I got jokes. Chicks love to laugh. Oh, bro. my gosh. They love to laugh. <laughs> Does that make up for everything else? Nope. It just enhances everything else. You know what I mean? You got to start with the main meal before you, you get you start with dessert before you get the, the meat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, you got any more details on NCAA? Yeah, I mean, there's there's... We're right in the thick of uh, Big Ten tournament uh, of, of all the conference tournaments right now. Big Ten tournament going on, you know, Big East, all, all the tournaments. So yeah. we'll have a lot of of seeding going on, and and I think Selection Sunday is is this coming Sunday. So okay. we'll know quite a bit of what the bracket looks like, and I believe first games are Tuesday of next week, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Okay, cool. And another short note, uh, Mark Fox. Used to be the coach of Georgia a couple of years ago. Basketball team got fired again, <laughs> bro. You he were got way too happy fired about that, again. Man. This boy is just ain't happening for Coach Fox, bro. Just ain't happening. Yeah. Just ain't happening. So hey, you know that's that's the name of that game, man. I mean, if you don't win, it's time to go. Yeah, and he won there, but I think it was two years. I think. I'm gonna change your name from T Bird to Zero Sum, dude. You were just, you were at it today, man. All right, man. Hey, guys, we wrapping it up here, but we we appreciate you guys joining us. Remember to join us every Friday, six p.m. on Spot Podbean and Spotify. Hopefully, we got the YouTube channel coming up soon. Uh, any closing thoughts, OG? 
No, just excited for basketball. One of the most exciting times of the year is March Madness. And uh, just exciting to watch some some young dreams come true here. All right, next. All right, uh, hey, man. Uh, just shout out to uh, Jay. She knows her name. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Have a good night, y'all. All right, guys. Good night.